Hello, this is David Jenkins, a Plata Town Council member from Ward 4. I will be your host for this podcast, providing updates about the La Plata Town Council meetings, issues we discuss, and those issues affecting you as residents and other related activities and issues. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, D. Jenkins, LP, Town Council, Ward 4. Please note the Town Council has work sessions each month on the second and third Tuesday with our business meeting on the fourth Tuesday. All meetings start at 6 p.m. using the Microsoft Teams platform. Meeting agendas can be accessed through our town website. And all meetings are recorded. So now let's get started with our latest update. Hi, and welcome again to this latest episode of La Plata Ward 4 Update Podcast. This is David Jenkins, La Plata Town Council member from Ward 4 and your host for this podcast. At the January 3rd, 2023 planning, La Plata Planning Commission meeting, they discuss an initial draft of what is called an Adequate Public Facilities Ordinance, APFO. Now, the information I'm going to provide next is from that discussion as well as a presentation provided by Mead Hunt, which is the town's planning and transportation consultant. So what is an APFO? What is an Adequate Public Facilities Ordinance? It is typically defined as uh, it is a development or growth management process that allows a jurisdiction, in this case the town, and Charles County has one as well, that allows those jurisdictions to provide adequate public facilities, such as roads, schools, uh, sewer, uh, water, and other public facilities in a timely manner, consistent with their respective comprehensive development plan goals and policies. So is this needed for La Plata? Well, first, uh, some of the issues that will be discussed in the future as to maybe La Plata needs something like this is the following. Can standards for levels of service for these facilities be provided? Are they justified? And would the failure to meet these standards cause any public harm or threat to public health, safety, and welfare? Is there an accompanying plan or mechanism to bring these facilities to be adequate? Are they Can they be made to be adequate? And is there a common agreement of what is adequate? And, and as I'll talk a little bit later, each facility is different and what is meant by what is adequate. And then finally, does a play to have the sufficient resources and data to monitor growth trends and and different facility capacities, water, sewer, stormwater management. So these this will be the basis of an additional and future discussion by the Planning Commission as they review this issue in a draft APO, APFO, or Adequate Public Facilities Ordinance. Now, from my perspective, I believe the PLATA has some of this capacity or, and can meet some of these issues and concerns. Specifically, the town has a plan. That is, we have an April 2020 comprehensive plan that has specific growth goals within that plan. So let me briefly read those to you. Uh, goal 4.1, require that all growth areas provide or support adequate multimodal transportation capacity. 
that's a little limited here, but primarily uh, roads and perhaps walkability areas or sidewalks. The next goal, 5.3, provide for reciprocal review of major development projects that may have impacts to the town or county when constructed in the other jurisdiction. That's going on today, and I'll touch on that a little bit later in this podcast. The next goal, 26, focus the town's community and economic development efforts on the downtown core. Demonstrate the availability or to, to attract public investment in public capital in downtown La Plata. Uh, somewhat out of a sync, but goal 15, make strategic proactive connections to the street, street grid to support economic and community community development projects and better manage through traffic. Obviously, there's a lot of concern now about traffic. Goal uh, 15, or the next goal, is work with the Maryland Department of Transportation and State Highway Administration to improve access management along U.S. 301. And finally, continue to make La Plata a very walkable community. So I believe the town has a, a plan that can be used at the, where, F, where inadequate public facilities orders can be used to implement the town's comprehensive plan goals. I also believe the town is working on a mechanism to track this. The town staff, specifically the Department of Planning and the Public Works Operation Department, are working together on a what we call a development capacity analysis. This is a process to determine the growth and development potential within both the current town limits and municipal growth areas or areas that could be annexed or perhaps have been annexed that have been identified in the 2020 comprehensive plan and what impact that growth, future growth, would have on town infrastructure. Again, water, sewer, uh, in this case also schools, stormwater management, but also other facilities that we need to pay attention to, and that is parks and recs. Uh, being able to provide trash and, and recycling services, and and as well, how many police officers we will need in the future. Another mechanism the town has is, is their annual five-year capital improvements plan, CIP, to improve infrastructure. This is an annual, but is an annual budget, but it's a five-year plan of what infrastructure we need based upon the town comprehensive plan and an analysis of existing and future demand on those facilities. Now, the final issue is somewhat of a mixed bag, and that is how do you define what is adequate? The town does have fairly specific requirements of what is adequate to provide water, sewer, and stormwater management requirements, as well as monitoring capabilities, and these are based upon state, county, and uh, state county uh, requirements and review. So there are pretty good standards of how that has to be done uh, by particularly state standards. However, with respect to road and traffic and what's adequate, uh, we need to do additional research on that issue uh, because it is also complicate, complicated because the town does not own or maintain many roads or streets in the town. Specifically, Maryland 6, Charles Street, and US 301 are state highways, so they, they maintain those highways. La Plata doesn't. Washington Avenue, Glen Alban, and Rosewick Road are, are county roads. That is, the town owns and maintains those roads within the town. So, therefore, the town is very dependent and must coordinate with State Highway Administration and the county to determine what is adequate and then what improvements are needed and when, when projects come into the town. This is the case now as uh, Pine Grove 
also formerly known as Heritage Green, continue to develop. They have to, they are, and have provided a traffic impact study. It has to be updated, but they have to meet the state standards because the first access point will be on Charles Street, which is a state highway. So that's I just want to highlight that important issue. So the current draft ordinance, adequate public facilities ordinance, does include traffic, water, sewer, and schools. And so the intent is to determine whether or not school or traffic impact um, study is required when a when a developer or when there's an application for development. And if so, what needs to be within that, that study? So the draft uh, adequate public facility ordinance also includes a methodology and criteria for the adequacy of water supply, sewer, traffic, formerly known as levels of service, and for school seats. The, the draft ordinance would also require, and it does even today under normal conditions, it does require uh, or want developers to, to either mitigate or improve uh, when those facilities are affected and bring these facilities within a level of adequacy that would not affect existing services. Now, Charles County has and has had for some time an adequate public facility ordinance, and, and it was recently revised. While it should be noted that one size does not fit all, the Planning Commission will likely review that existing Charles County adequate public facilities ordinance to see if certain elements can be applied to the plater. We don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel. Now, this next portion, I'm going to provide my own additional perspective of perhaps some other things that should be included in an adequate public facilities ordinance. Specifically, I believe fiscal impact should be within that ordinance. Development substantially affects the town's fiscal sustainability to fund needed infrastructure, and more importantly, to pay for maintenance costs once these facilities are built by the developer and then turned over to the town. The town then has to maintain those facilities. So, for instance, do we know, or maybe we should know, what is the cost to maintain a lane mile of town roads? What is the cost to maintain linear feet of water, sewer, and stormwater management pipes? What does it cost per acre or per person to maintain our parks? And what does it cost per resident or per capita for each new police officer? So I believe these are the kinds of data points that we should have and should be included within an adequate public facilities ordinance. So we really need to fully understand the cost of development to existing and future residents. Now, this need is clearly stated in the April 2020 Town Comprehensive Plan. And let me quote specifically or cite that particular goal. It's goal number four. La Plata will expand its boundaries when and where there is a clear net economic, and again, important economic and or environmental benefit to doing so and only when supported by adequate public facilities. Now, under that goal, there are specific action items for implementation. One, require that all new growth areas are connected to water and sewer service and provide or support adequate multimodal transportation capacity. Support of annexation of existing and commercial properties, and I'm going to emphasize this, when there is a clear plan and identified funding for water and sewer connections and capacity. That's very, very important. And then I would just finish citing the, the comp plan by another excerpt on page 31 
as contained within the town's comprehensive plan and and the municipal growth element. Specifically, and I quote, the town's tax base is largely residential, which raises the question about the town's ability to provide expected services or to provide the expected level of municipal services as residential growth occurs. A growing body of empirical evidence shows that while commercial and industrial development can indeed improve the financial being of a local government, residential development worsens it. Let me emphasize the following sentence from the comp plan. When residential development brings in, let me go back, when while residential development brings a new tax and fee revenue, it also brings demand for local government services, which often exceeds the revenue generated by new houses. Ensuring that municipal growth yields diverse land use costs will be a critical evaluation point when considering potential growth areas. So again, that's again another clear evidence to me that the a fiscal impact process should be within our adequate public facilities orders. And frankly, if we don't ever get one, that should still be part of our review process. So just to let you know, I have um, forwarded these comments to the planning commission chair, as well as the planning director after their January 3rd, 2023 meeting. Now at the end in, in my notes on this podcast, I'll provide you a YouTube link so you can watch the video of the January 3rd planning commission meeting and I'll add additional fiscal impact references and resources. So in closing, let me ask for your engagement with this and other important issues affecting Plata by attending virtually or in-person planning commission and town council meetings. If you can't do that, those meetings are recorded and are available on YouTube as La Plata has a YouTube channel. So I urge you and want you to be engaged in this and other important issues affecting the town. So as always, please email me with your questions and comments at djenkins at townlaplata.org. And again, I appreciate your interest. Stay safe. And again, have a great new year. This concludes the latest La Plata Town Council Award for Update. I hope you find this podcast informative and useful. So let me know what you think. I look forward to speaking to you again and listening to your questions and concerns. To reach me, my email address is djenkins at townoflaplata.org or my cell phone number is 301-263-3471. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.